Well, all right. Welcome back, pool fans from across the country and around the world. You are listening to American Billiard Radio. My name is Mr. Bond, of course, and I'll be your host once again this week. It is November the 9th, 2017, which puts us just about a month away from the beginning of the Moscone Cup. The big, great, and powerful Moscone Cup. That's it's such a great competition. Um, this year, we got a good-looking team, too. We've got a great group of guys. Dennis Hatch, Oscar Dominguez, Billy Thorpe, Skylar Woodward, and, of course, Shane Van Boney. It's a, it's, it's a strong team, no doubt about it. So um, what we're going to do is get with all the team members here over the next couple of weeks, do some interviews with them, and uh, see if we can get you inside their head and see how they're doing so far with their preparations with Johan. So today, we're going to hear from Johan, the coach, and uh, we're going to talk to Billy Thorpe. So um, you're going to want to stick around for that. We also have Melinda Bailey on to talk about uh, the differences between how a, a, a male tournament director does versus a female tournament director. So it's an interesting conversation. You'll want to stick around for that. So without further ado, we'll be right back with Coach Johan right after this. Okay, welcome back, everybody. And I'm talking with um, this year's coach of Team USA, Johan Roisink, if I said that close enough. Yeah, that's good. Close enough? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, welcome back to the United States. Thank you. Hope everything's uh, going well with the team. How do you feel about uh, the, the training uh, procedures so far? Well, training procedures goes according to plan. Uh, and the guys take it quite, uh, quite good <coughs> because it's not, it's not easy. They're not used to these kind of drills. They're not used to playing eight hours a day. So there's some hiccups here and there, but uh, in general, they're doing quite well. And uh, the whole idea is to be maximum prepared comes December. Yes, yes, maximum prepared, for sure. Now, do you, uh, I hear from time to time on the internet and different places, you know, some of the, 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 the fans out there seemed uh, to resist the idea of having a European coach. Um, how does that make you feel? Um, well, of course, it makes me feel a little bit sad uh, because first of all, uh, you know, I, I'm, I love to do this. I love the challenge. And also I love American pool. It's not called American pool for nothing. Um, when I saw the Americans play in 1991, I already played for two or three years just as a rec recreational player, but they make me made me fall in love with the game in in a, in a well a bad way, but in a good way. <laughs> but you know, I got addicted, and from there on, we started playing 14 hours a day because I fell in love with the game. And after after we saw the level that they played, we actually felt that we were lacking so much behind that we kind of put up a plan to try to get closer to their level. Mm -hmm. So um, the American, get closer to the American. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it took, uh, took us some time, but uh, in the end, I think we got there. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, apparently so, because obviously the Moscone team has had a great showing for several years now. Yeah. Uh, the American team has been struggling uh, dramatically, and uh, uh, they've had different strategies, you know, in the last couple of years to try to bring that, to try to turn the tables back around. Um, 
I would say, you know, I guess I can understand their, their skepticism just because you were the former coach of the competition. If you were just from another country, per se, yes. they might not necessarily have a problem with it, but now it looks like, oh, we've got to uh, yeah. not use the, the traitor word, but... Uh, yeah, get to Europe. Uh, and uh, let me ask you this on that subject. Yeah. It, it, is it fair to say that uh, you love the game uh, enough that you do, wouldn't have a bias one country or another just as long as you see that country play well? Well, yeah, that, that's for sure. But also, still, when I was captain of Team Europe, I was also looking at the American side mm -hmm. and I actually saw what went wrong there, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I, I felt sorry for some of them because they were great players. Sure. Remember, uh, I think 2013, the Legends Edition in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Now we played a, a team of champions. We beat them 11-2. Yes. Of course, it, it made me happy to win the cup. Of but course. the way it went, you know, I wasn't happy with that. Right, so right, right. I mean, I like tough competition. I don't like great players not to play great. Yes. So first of all, I'm, you know, I'm not a, I'm a coach. But what does it mean, a coach? It means I develop players. And whether they're American, whether they're European, whether they're from Asia, Russia, whatever, right. I like to develop people and players. Okay. And these, these two uh, go hand in hand. You develop as a character and you develop as a player. And uh, that's, that's my, my job and that's what I love sure. to do. And whether it's an American or European, that, that for me that doesn't really matter all that much. Well, and, and I think you would, no matter what country you're in or what country or what, where they're from that you're coaching, uh, I think that in the, the team setting, the biggest challenge seems like it would be working with the different personality styles and the different yes. skill sets. Yes. Um, how do you overcome that? Well, if you want to be a team, the first thing you have to look on, all different players have to look on the similarities instead of the differences. Because we, as people, have so many differences, but if we focus on differences then you will never be a team you have to focus on similarities and Absolutely. one of the similarities is the love for pool the love to play great and the love to win because we're top yeah. sports people <laughs> we don't like to lose so yeah. everybody's passionate about pool about winning about uh, being together and about learning and that's why I like these guys because they still have a lot of development in them. Mm -hmm. They still want to grow as a player and as a person. So that's right. great to work with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it seems like you guys have a, a, a very hungry group of guys. Yes, I think, eager. you know, um, eager. And of course, with the performance of the team in the past, I think they obviously want it more so than ever. You know, this is a sort of a another level of pressure now. Yeah, but I. I <laughs> don't really like to look at the past. Uh, first of all, it was a different time, it was a different group, and um, the past is only to learn from or to smile about. You took, uh, I, I like to look at the future and I like it to look at the potential of the players and to develop that potential to the max. And if, if that happens, then America is still the country where, which has the most pool players in the world. There's no other country in the world that has more pool players than American. Yeah, I true. never have to explain here with, with whomever I talk about pool, I never have to explain how it works. Right, <laughs> no, pool they, is a, yeah. a, a known sport. So um, it just, it's just a little bit crazy that in the last 20 years there's, there's not been so many talents coming on top. On uh, the top, of, right, yeah, exactly. the top There's level. a lot of 
you know, good, solid players, Absolutely. but top, top players, uh, there should be more in 20 years. Uh, Corey came up, Shane came up, and, you know, then a couple of other names that came up disappeared again, but not in a way that you would expect if you have 20 million players in the country. Yeah, yeah, and with this many, yeah, you would expect more top tier exactly. coming from in the pool. Well, um, let me ask you this, is, it a, is there a simple way to explain uh, your strategy to, to beat Europe? Is, is there a one sentence or, you know, a few sentences that, that can sum it up as far as like, what are we going to do different that hasn't been done before? Um, well, winning is a result of a good process. So what we're looking at is we're looking at the process, uh, both technically as mentally as, uh, as team building goes. So if we take these processes and we make them as good as we can, uh, then we have a chance of beating them. We will be prepared. Yeah. Winning is never guaranteed. We play against a very good team. If you play football, you play Brazil. You can practice all you want, but you will play Brazil. Yeah. So they will be very good. Yeah. Um, so we know what level we're going to play against. And But we, I don't like to look at their level. If we play bad, then we can lose to any local team here. If right. we play good, anything can happen because, you know, they are top players, they are yeah. top talents, and if the maximum potential comes out, anything can happen. Yeah, absolutely true. Maximum potential. I think that's mm -hmm. a good way to get the maximum potential. All right, well, thank you, Coach. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Um, good luck, obviously, at the event this year. And, thank you uh, very much. It was my pleasure. Keep up the good work. Okay, appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody. This is David Bond with American Billiard Radio, and I am talking to one of the team members of this year's Moscone Cup team for USA, Billy Thorpe. How you doing, Billy? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Uh, not too bad, man. So uh, you guys are uh, getting your prep on for the big day. Got your new coach. Uh, how do you feel about uh, the new coach? Uh, he's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's unbelievable. I feel like I've been playing like the best for my life lately just because I've been I mean, like attending all these boot camps, and he's—I feel like he's helped me out with my game a lot. So. Excellent. Yeah, the—he uh, seems to be doing well with all the guys. Uh, how do you feel about the, the team uh, component so far? Everybody getting along, grooving, and going well, or is it uh, harder than you thought it would be? Or no, we uh, we we all get along pretty good. We're we're all a bunch of jokesters, so <laughs> we mess around with each other a lot and make each other laugh 24/7. So I feel like that is. Uh, you know, a lot of chemistry behind it. We have, you know, we're all friendly and we all want to win, so. Yeah, absolutely. As long as you all want to win, I think that's probably the important yeah. part. Um, well, what can I ask you? Um, I'm going to ask the same question of all the guys on the team. Uh, if you had to describe it, what do you think you're bringing to the team? What are you bringing to the table here? Why do they want Billy on the team? Uh, maybe because... I'm like fearless, I guess. I don't, mm, I'm not really, okay. I'm not really, you know, I'm not really scared, and I'm, I'm definitely. Uh, I've worked my butt off this year to be on the team, you know. So I feel like I deserve a chance to sure represent. Enough. So. Sure enough, you've had a good year so far. So maybe it's a moot point if I ask you, how do you feel like you're playing this year? 
obviously you're playing pretty good. Right. Are you? Uh, I mean, do you feel like you're on top of your game, or do you feel like you got some little room to go? Or? Yeah, I'm. I'm still young, so I definitely I have a lot of room to improve. So. Sure, sure. But um, but the um. Now, earlier this year, you guys took off to uh, Russia for the, um, oh, what was the name of the Kremlin Cup? Kremlin Cup, yeah. Okay, how was that? Yeah, it was, uh, that's the first time I've ever been out of the country, so it was pretty. Oh, okay, uh, so you had to do the whole passport bit and the whole nine yards yeah, all the way to Moscow. Was a headache, but it was pretty, it was pretty fun. Everybody made it seem like Russia was so bad to go to, but it was, uh, and nice people over there. We got taken care of. So yeah. Well, uh, Johan was saying how 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 exciting of an environment it was in that event. That it was very much like the Moscone Cup. So you guys got the experience of playing, <laughs> and the intensity and the, you know everything else. Do you feel like that that helps? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Uh, I. It was a lot of pressure being out there actually, especially mm -hmm. when we played uh, Team Russia, because we were. I don't know. This the circumstances we were under and stuff. It was. I've never. I mean, I've been to the Moscone Cup as like a you know supporting the team, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't really. I mean, it was like that, but obviously with less people. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> it was about as close as you can get to the Moscone Cup. Yeah, and also way across the other side of the planet. So you've gone through the whole jet lag thing and the traveling bit, and yeah. I don't know about you, but traveling that length of time messes up my head for a couple of days afterwards. So yeah, like, I couldn't sleep for probably the first four days. Yeah, I, I was stayed gonna, up yeah, day. I was gonna say that between that and the, and the food issues, man, I'm, I'm I don't do the world traveling, but right. Well, um, this this uh, the, the coach you guys have this year uh, is obviously from overseas. And there's been a little bit of friction as far as, or, or not friction, but uh, what do you call it, feedback from people like, about, oh, there's a European coach for the American team. How does that make you feel? Well, I mean, I'm not really looking at it like that. He's a good guy. You know, he, uh, he loves the sport and obviously he loves the sport Clearly. and wants to, make, uh, yeah. wants to make people better and stuff. So I, I respect him mm -hmm. as much as anybody. So mm -hmm. I, wish I, were, I wish I could work with him every day because, yeah. Shoot, I think he could. I, I mean, he's already worked with a lot of players and turned most of them that he's worked into with into world champions. Absolutely. Already, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's any doubt about his credentials. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely shows how you know. Definitely shows whatever he's doing is definitely working. So. Yeah. Well, that was my next question: Is do you think so far, as far as your experiences with him, is it making a difference in your game? Yeah, one hundred percent. Excellent. Excellent. One hundred percent. That's good doubt. to hear. That's good to hear. Um, okay, well then, uh, as far as Team Europe is concerned, what are you worried about the most? Um, Where, where's the weakness and the armor? What does America have to do? I mean, other than win, clearly, but... Well, I mean, I just think, if we all get out there and play our game and, you know, win, win the games that we're supposed to win and, you know, we take, we take out our, our whatever opportunity we get, we take advantage of, I think we'll be all right. Sure, absolutely. Now, uh, one other, this is kind of a loaded question. Do you think that the team needs more USA support? Do we need more fans to back do you? Do you, does it matter to you, at the end of the day, if 5,000 people care or 20,000 people care about this game? Uh, I shouldn't. I mean, that would, yeah, it'd be awesome if we had more fans for USA, but it shouldn't matter. We should, it's not really up to the fans, up to us. So. Well, absolutely true. Absolutely so true. I think we just need to get out there and just worry about winning, and I think we'll be all right. Excellent, excellent. Worry about winning. That's <laughs> W-A-W, worry about winning. Yeah. All right, thanks, Billy Thorpe, for taking the time to talk to us. We're going to see if we can get with the other members of the team. 
Uh, best of luck at the event, sir. And, thank you. Uh, we will talk to you again soon. I want to say thanks to my sponsors, Molinari and High Rock. Absolutely. Thanks. All right, welcome back, everybody. And I have with us today Miss Melinda Bailey down in the great state of Texas. What's going on, Melinda? Hi, everybody. Hey, how's everyone doing? Yeah, I'm that, doing good. <laughs> that didn't sound Texan doing? at all. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. <laughs> all right, well, so you've got uh, another fantastic subject to share with us this week. I do, I do. Like mm. I said, I have a plethora of topics I could talk every mm. single week about a new topic. <laughs> <clears throat> That's how much happens in the in our pool journey. <laughs> yes, the, the journey that is pool. That's for sure. Well, what you got yeah. cooking? What is it? What's it about this week? Okay, I recently wrote a blog topic, and I think it was last week. How <clears throat> the difference, like. Is it better that a tournament director is female or male? Ooh. That's what I wrote about. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. And so what's interesting is is um, the people that are going to be starting a new tour in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, because mm-hmm. as, as we know, when I cried on the last session because I'm ending the, the tour, yeah. <laughs> that um, I, really, I really did cry when I announced it, by the way. But anyway... Um, You're such a girl. It's going to be run by guys. And one of the guys was talking to me, and he said, you know, Melinda, he says, um, I think it'll be easier because we're a guy. I'm a guy. That's what he told me. He says, I think it'll be easier because I'm a guy handling the players. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I looked at him kind of funny, and I listened to him, and, <laughs> and I hear what he's saying, but I... And I disagree. You, and then you <laughs> smacked him across the head and said, what kind of sexist crap is that? You know? But, no. but here's what he said, and it is it is interesting, though. Here's what he said. He says, you know, Melinda, he says, if someone is going to be whining or bitching, he says, I'm just going to tell them to stop it. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, he's just going to say, you know what, stop doing that. I don't want to hear it. <clears throat> and so this is a conversation between two people that are not upset they're ha- you know what I mean? We're just talking about it. Yeah. So he hasn't been in the throes of a player <laughs> who's just lost a match, who's <laughs> taking it out on a tournament director. <laughs> and I don't, I really don't think he would say, stop doing that. <clears throat> yeah. And he wouldn't do it that calm, you know? Yeah. And so, and if anything, and this is, uh, this is what my thinking is, is a female has a, a tad bit of an advantage just a little bit of an advantage because the way I look at it as is, is if two guys get into it, right? Let's say two guys get into it in the bar or pool room or whatever. They're going to be more confrontational than if it was a guy and a girl getting into it. Right. Right. In other words, a guy, if a guy, um, like if a guy gets mad at you, you're going to, you know, you're going to raise your voice and I'm just, presuming you are (laughs) and going to be you two might be a little bit more confrontational whereas if a guy gets mad at me he's they're not going to be as confrontational with me because i'm female unless they're just a complete a-hole you know yeah yeah which there are some out there but most guys are pretty respectful 
respective to respectable to women, right? And they're not going to be confrontational to a female. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that we have a little bit of an advantage in that regard because, again, if a if a guy comes up to me and starts bitching because they lost, they're not going to be they're going to bitch still, and I'm going to respond in a certain way. But if a if a male tournament director responds confrontational, it's it's going to be worse, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting. Uh, that's an interesting uh, uh, thought. I had. However, I have a. I have a. However, though. Okay. <laughs> however, I don't think a male or female really has an advantage. I think it's the personality of a person, because I've been on a tour where a female has run it, and they were abrasive and condescending and rude and just pretty much a a, a B, you know? Mm, yeah. And um, when a female is like that, or if a guy's like that, whatever, it doesn't matter at that point if they're male or female, if they're going to treat the players badly and they're going to be rude and confrontational, at that point it doesn't matter if you're male or female. So I really believe it's if you have great leadership skills, good communication skills, things like that, then that's what makes a good tournament director. It doesn't matter if yeah. you're male or female. It yeah. doesn't matter if one's better or the other. Yeah, at the end of the day, that that would certainly be true because you're right. If it, it doesn't matter which one you are, if you've got the skills, you've got the skills. Right. But you know what, though, I think that there's something to that, though. I, I mean, the skills aside. If, I think that the average female would get less gruff than the average male. Because, like you said, the, 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 the typical guy is going to be a little more uh, respectful because it's a female when, when speaking to them. They, like you said, they wouldn't necessarily go up there, necessarily go up to her and shake his fist in her face like he might to a guy. Right. So I can see that, you know what I mean? I can see that being different, definitely, in the way that uh, the average person might act. That's interesting. I, however, had not, I had not even considered that before now, so I don't know. However, yeah. however, they are still verbally abusive to me. Yeah. I mean, just because they don't come up and raise their voice, I mean, raise their fist at me, doesn't mean right. they're not chewing me out, and it doesn't mean they're verbally abusive. Sure. But I think it depends on how someone reacts. Yeah. Like me... I'm going to use all those leadership skills that I learned, you know, <laughs> through work because I I took a lot of classes at work. I mean, that's what they do. And so I have all these leadership skills in my hip pocket, and so I try to talk to them in a certain way that calms them down, you know, and you know, things like that. Whereas if you're if you're a you're right. If a guy comes up to a male tournament director and puts his face <laughs> fist in his face, it's going to get a complete different reaction. Yeah, certainly, certainly, certainly. Now, I have to say, being being verbally abused by the players is not fun, and sometimes I haven't reacted very well or professionally, and I have yelled back, <laughs> or I should say raised my voice back, because it is tough to stand there and take it, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I still... You know, I never name call. I never, you know what I mean? I mean, there's well, right. there's different ways to handle people. You know, there's, some. what I've learned is sometimes you have to raise your voice 
to someone to let them know that, hey, you can't treat me that way. Well, yeah. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> yeah, this is the only thing that they respond to when they think that, you know, if you let them know that you're – somehow it, it takes raising your voice to let them know that you're serious. Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes right. – uh, Whereas – right, but I'm female, right? Mm-hmm. So if I do that, I think the I think the reaction would be different if a male did it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If a male started raising his voice back at another guy who's already pissed, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just think it might be a little different. Well, it certainly would for, you know, just like I said, for the average guy that is somewhat respectful to women, he's certainly going to treat a a female differently than he would do a male tournament director. Uh, Does that give the director an advantage? Uh, Maybe, maybe not, you know, but... uh, at the end of the day, I think, like you said, if you are skilled as a director, not just in the job of running the tournament itself, but interpersonal skills, I think that's right. the the nail that needs to be hit here is uh, that it doesn't matter which male or female, if you've got, you know, the, uh, the modes right. and the method to deal with it, you can diffuse any situation. Right. And the same goes for the other way. If you, if you are a female who's abrasive that doesn't have those skills, it's going to go downhill for you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? I mean, absolutely. it's just, you know. And so what I find interesting also about the conversation is um, I'm going to be interested to see how this person reacts when that situation comes up. Because mm-hmm. it's not going to be as simple as telling someone to shut up and stop whining. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it's not, <laughs> I mean, when you're pissed off beyond belief after you lose a match and you're bitching someone out, you're not just going to calm down by someone telling you to shut up. Yeah, <laughs> you know? so, yeah. Stop whining. Stop um, whining. If that was the case, I would have, if that was the case, that's how I would handle all those things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right, though. And that's, uh, yeah, I guess that's the, the prickly pear of management. You know what I mean? Uh, half of the right. job is the physical job, and the other half of the job is... Uh, I don't want to say babysitting because that's not really what I mean, but uh, being camp counselor kind of a thing, you know? Well, it's more, um, I think it's really more leadership than than that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I understand where you're going with it, but I see it as, as, a, as a role model, you know, mm-hmm. and as, as a leadership role, um, not necessarily just... Well, yeah, Belinda, but I'm be I'm gonna be (laughs) well, no, right, but I'm gonna be the pessimist for here for a second and say it doesn't it doesn't make a damn uh, how good your role modeling. If I'm angry, I'm angry, and I'm gonna come up to you and and still play the fool. You know, whatever the case, no matter how good of a role model you're being, I'm still gonna yell at you. So, like, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean, though. And what I'm saying is that the camp counselor joke is. It, you do have to uh, understand um, not the situation per se, but uh, how to deal with people in a in a in their own terms. Maybe that's a good way to put it in a language they can understand. Right. You know what I mean? You can't tell everybody this. You can't respond to this to everybody the same way. It's like you were saying with the guy uh, saying that right. he would just tell him stop whining. You know, quit your bitching and go back. You know, like that doesn't work for everybody. Some people would be like, yeah, you're right. I'll quit my bitching. <laughs> but some people that would offend the uh, shit out of them, you know, and they would get really angry if you said that. You know, like, quit, quit, quit my bitching. What? Well, 
Right, and I also think that when 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 that's necessary, the people really live it by then. Because mm-hmm. when people bitch me out, when players bitch me out after they lose, by the way, I don't, I, you know, I've seen it my entire life. That's what we do. People oh, yeah. bitch out the tournament director. I don't, I don't know why, but that's what happens. But, yeah. <laughs> but what I find interesting is, is that, is that when someone is is that mad to where they need to bitch out the tournament director, it is going to be tough for anyone to handle that mm-hmm. yeah absolutely well and that's why i said mental fortitude and and a, and a bit of psychology training really helps like i said to be able to speak to yeah. them in in terms that they can understand and uh it, it it takes a very ginger hand to explain to people sometimes that they're wrong if that's the case you know uh, especially an angry person <laughs> trying to tell them that their anger is not justified is not easy, you know. Right. And, and I don't do that. I don't. I don't tell people when someone's upset. I hardly ever tell anyone that they're wrong. I mean, that's just not the time to do it. You do it after right. you calm down. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But going back to what you said, I mean, <laughs> it's all about you know the Myers Briggs personality stuff. You know, you don't treat everyone the same. Yeah. And so once you find out people's personalities, which you do when you right. when you're around people for forty eight hours for twelve times a year, you find out people's personalities. And there's some that you can be firm with, or some that you need to hold their hand, or some that you need to show. Uh, well, you always need to show empathy, but you know what I mean. I mean, I do. It depends I do. on the person. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely, it does. And if it if it if everybody reacted the same, it would be easy. You know that. that <laughs> You know what I mean? And that's why it's not easy because you're going to get some people that are uh, very vocal naturally. The extroverts, we've talked about that before. The extrovert versus yep. the introvert. Um, and some people will just sit there and let it eat them up, you know, rather than saying anything at all. They'll just be angry by themselves, you know. Yep. Or frustrated or whatever the case may be. But, uh, right, right, right. No, that's an interesting thing, Melinda. I had not, like I said, I had not considered whether the job would be easier for a male or a female. But uh, that, yeah, that's 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 intriguing. <laughs> well, that's why I wrote about it. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, you you have enlightened me once again this week. I, I, I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna go to sleep tonight thinking about a female. Thinking about being a female tournament director and what that means. Well, you just go right ahead. <laughs> you want to think about. All right, Be weather goodbye. girl. I appreciate that. Is it going to freeze tomorrow? Are we are we going to the to the snow department or what? Um, well, you said it was going to freeze where you are. So yeah. The yes for you. Okay. Thanks. I appreciate that. My uh, AC went out last weekend and it was in oh. the nineties. Oh, that's so, so sad. I, I, I despise cold weather. Like, I can't stand it. I can't either. And by Saturday night, I was going, come on, cold weather. <laughs> come on, cold front. <laughs> Woo! Bring it on. Come on. Man, I wish I could just stick it in an envelope and send it to you. I wish I could because you can have all this cold that you want. Well, yeah. it's 50 degrees right now, and it's mm-hmm. 5 o'clock. So yeah. I finally got the cold weather. It's, uh, let I mean, me you're see. gonna get the 20s, but you can keep the 20s. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, it's right now. It's currently. Let me check. Uh, do do do. Oh, I know. I'm a weather nerd. It's 35 degrees right now as we speak. 
So we're headed into the into the yeah, frost you, zone here any second now. Ugh. Yeah, you can keep it. All right. Well, I don't need I don't need it that cold. Mm-mm. I just need it a little cooler. Yeah, just not 90, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough. That's enough for me. All right. Well, thanks again, darling, and then we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Bye, everyone. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will join you again next week right here on American Billiard Radio. 